for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. We've got our next guest in the queue. Let me bring her in. Hey, Hello. how's it going? Hello, all good. Thanks. How are you? Doing good. I'm hanging in there. It's a uh, it's early yet, but actually, we just hit a quarter of the way. We're a quarter of the way oh, through. Oh, well done. That's amazing. So, yeah, and I'm not doing three days like I did last year. That's that was just madness. I right. I regretted oh. that for every decision ever. So. <laughs> Um, but excited to have you on, excited to chat. It's been a little bit, uh, actually, it's not been too bad. Uh, what has it been, uh, three, four months, maybe? A few months. I think we talked, uh, maybe in March. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, it, cause it was your first released for your solo project, I think. Yeah, exactly. That was March. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, excited to chat with you a little bit more and catch up and see how things are going. Um, for everybody that's just tuning in, we got Marta joining us here. You're in the, you're still in London, correct? I am, or, yeah. Yeah, okay. See, my brain's not fried yet. It's, no, 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 you remember stuff. <laughs> so, uh, excited to chat with you. It's funny because we've been playing hot potato across the world. We went from LA to Australia to LA to Australia to Essex to Cleveland. Now we're in London again. So we're all just doing, we're just going all over the place. It's fun. So, uh, first off, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with us. It's uh it's always fun, um, chatting with you, even back early pandemic when it was the full band and you were doing the runaway strangers and doing that whole thing. And, you know, just, it's awesome. Um, so for anybody it's just kind of meeting you for the first time. Let's kind of do a quick rehash on uh, what got you into music. Yeah, sure. So I've been, well, I started taking piano lessons when I was six. I was really interested as a kid. My parents encouraged it and put me in a music school. And I just never quit. I was just so into it from the start. And when I was about 13, I started taking it a bit more seriously. I went to like... Uh, a different music school that was a bit more, mm -hmm. you know, very classical, very kind of strict, but also in a good way, you know, it yeah. taught me a lot of skills and yeah, that's when I started taking it very seriously. And then I came here to London to do songwriting degree and do more of the pop rock side of things rather than the classical bit of jazz as well. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, I've just started accumulating songs and songs and songs for my solo project and last year i finally decided to to start releasing them nice that's awesome and you're originally from portugal correct portugal correct i see my brain's not that bad yet i'm not that old uh, <laughs> no you got it but um because i think that's where you were the last time we chat or not this lap but the last uh full band thing i think you were still out in portugal because of the whole pandemic situation so yeah i yeah. vaguely remember your dad just randomly kind of sticking his head in 
and yeah so. yeah probably <laughs> yeah but um yeah so last time we had you on was was it nobody's friend or was yeah it had to be nobody's friend right nobody's friend was in may take a deep breath was in march take Not a deep breath really okay take, take a deep, deep breath, breath is the one with the music video that has the uh the lamp, right? Yeah. The lamp, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one. See? Context clues. I'm putting it together. Um, <laughs> so that that was the last time we had John, and you've released. You're continuing to push the uh, solo project. How's uh, everything going with that? I know you just released a, another single not too long ago, right? Hostage. Yeah, yeah. I just released Hostage last month. Um, it's going well, better than the last two, which is always good. It's progress, right? Yeah, progress. Um, and yeah that's going well i've got another one coming up but that's not officially announced anywhere yet so i'll i'll hold back on talking about that one <laughs> but there's yeah there's a lot more in the works i'm starting to work on the second bunch of songs that i'll release probably next year gotcha. and yeah it's been going really well I'm, I'm really happy with the response recently and been getting some more gigs trying to just push the music out there see who connects with it yeah for sure it's uh so so it's three songs and then you have the uh paramore cover so you've released three originals so far this year which is um well no i guess that paramore cover is just down there from 2009 i just looked at the uh no that one <laughs> we released it last year as well but it's because the song is from 2009 it shows up as 2009 and then people thought think that like they look at my spotify and they think i released one cover disappeared from the face of the earth and now here are three singles <laughs> but it's not which, like that which now that you say that out loud it's like oh yeah you were probably what barely a teenager in 2009 i was nine yeah no, okay. i was not nine on that cover eh, you know it but uh no now that you say that that makes a lot of sense i just saw that and i automatically assumed it just said 2019 because i you know whatever but it yeah that's funny um so let's talk about hostage since that's the latest single let's kind of dive into that a little bit and then i know you said you don't want to talk too much about the upcoming single because there's not been anything released about it yet so we'll, we'll kind of just kind of be vague in that just kind of let let it be until it's ready to be announced. But um, Hostage, what's kind of the story behind that song? So Hostage, I wrote it. Um, I was probably in my third year of uni, so a while ago now, like two years ago. Hmm. And it was just about a time when I felt kind of really paralyzed, really without any energy. Or Well, I had energy, but I just felt like I didn't have the willingness to put it into practice. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the strength to put it into practice somehow. It's kind of hard to to actually get up and do the stuff that I was planning because at the same time I had so many plans and so many goals and so many things I wanted to achieve and do and London was still kind of relatively new. I guess three years is not that new, but when you live in a big city with so many like possibilities and people coming in and out, it's like you always feel like you should be doing more and mm -hmm. like you should be going out more, meeting more people, playing with more people, doing more music because everyone seems to be doing all this music all the yeah. time. And uh, it's like, it's this world of possibilities that is really exciting, but at the same time, it can kind of paralyze it because it's like, where do I start? Where do I hmm. start taking steps? And that was kind of stopping me for a while because I really wanted to release my music. 
and uh, get working on my original songs. And I had songs. I just didn't know how to start putting them out and who to go to okay. work on the mix or to work on, you know, all the steps of the way. And it was like, it just felt too overwhelming. And that song was written on a day where it was really, really sunny. And I just really wanted to do something about it. You know, like I wanted to go out, enjoy the sun mm-hmm. or just do something fun, but I couldn't decide what to do. <laughs> and so I just stayed in bed for like hours and then it came to like lunchtime and I thought, okay, I won't let the day be a complete waste. I'll at least play a bit of piano. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't go out, whatever, it's fine. And I came up with the chords for hostage and I really liked them. I didn't want to put too much pressure on it. I just wanted to play around. Um, and sometimes that's how the best songs come up, isn't it? It's when yeah. you're not putting pressure on it, thinking I have to do my next single today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just messing around with some ideas whatever comes up comes up if i don't like it i throw it away and i ended up really liking it and then just the lyrics flowed on top of it it all um it all sounded the way i wanted it to and i just ended up using it nice awesome that's really that's really cool it's uh it it's amazing what happens when you take the pressure off especially when it's like self-imposed pressure like there's no reason for this to be due when I say it's due. It's just me or you or you know just like self-imposed. So it's a uh, it's amazing what happens and what kind of organic chemistry just kind of unfolds as you like just let go of the reins a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest lesson I learned for this song, probably. Nice. And so hostage you it released last month um what's what's the overall response been a lot of people say it's their favorite song of mine so far which mm-hmm. i'm happy about and a little bit sad because i really like the other two <laughs> so it's like i can't choose a favorite but if you do that's fine yeah. i'm glad you're enjoying this one um yeah it's been added to a couple of playlist that got me a few more streams so I'm, I'm happy about that in that sense because it's always nice to reach more listeners right and mm-hmm. um i've been happy about that and i think it's one of my favorite ones to play live as well because it's got that final section at the end that's just it's a beautiful day yeah. and it just repeats and repeats so it's really easy for people to learn it on the spot and sing it back to me and i always love just getting people to sing along at the end it's nice. a, a really nice moment at the end of the show and uh, it gets really crazy at the end as well with solos and especially live with the band. I have this guitarist, Christian, who just does the craziest solos and it's just so impressive and it's just this really incredible ending to the show, I feel. Nice. And yeah. It's, um, the, so you're, for your solo project, you have a band that you'll, do you play with them all the time or is it just sometimes when the show calls? yeah they're, they're my they're my band technically okay. so whenever there's a show we we do play quite regularly around london mostly um a lot of acoustic shows and a few band shows like full band shows as well mm-hmm. and it's always the same set of people gotcha so it's not just it's not like a project where you're rotating members of whoever's available it's a set people yeah it's funny i initially that was that was the idea because I've been in bands before, which is great, but sometimes 
you know, if one member of the band can't make it, mm -hmm. then you can make the show. So I was thinking, okay, since I'm doing this solo now, maybe I can have a bit more flexibility with that. But in the end, I don't know, it's just become so much like a band. And I think they would say the same. It's like, it's a solo project, but it really feels like a band, even though yeah. I went into it thinking this is a solo project. Because in a way, it's like, I don't know, they're just so into the music. They're so, they contribute so much. They are very dedicated, very supportive. And it just feels like we all want to contribute to this because we all believe in the music that is being made. And yeah, it feels really nice to have a group of people like that. Yeah, for sure. It's awesome when you have a group of people that are committed to the common good of the band. And yeah, there, there's something to be said for having the pro like a project band where it's like, okay, whoever's available at this time it makes it easier to tour because it's like, oh, okay, well, we don't have to build a tour around any one person other than me because I'm the lead singer or I'm the face of the band or the however you want to word it. But there's something also to be said to having a full band that they're 100% committed, they're all in, they're supportive, and, you know, it's just kind of like weighing weighing things out what's, what's more... Uh, what's more important to you, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's cool. I'm glad, I'm glad everything's kind of, or I'm glad everything's working out for you with the solo project and you're still getting music out there in the world and, you know, kind of doing your thing. What's the, uh, how, how often are you playing live shows right now? Is it, are you playing regularly or is it a little bit more sporadic right now? Pretty regularly. I'd say we're doing it, like twice a month. Okay. I try not to go more often than that because I feel like then it just kind of saturates the audience. Like mm. if I'm playing every other every every week, I feel yeah. like not as many people are gonna come. Uh but on the other hand you want to reach new people that might be there. So it's just I'm trying to find that balance still, I think. Mm. But I think twice a month is a good amount for now. It keeps us fresh, it keeps us it keeps the songs fresh, it keeps, mm -hmm. keeps us gaining experience as well, which is nice. hundred yeah, percent. And so you're primarily just playing around London, right? Primarily, yes. I've played, played a show in Brighton. I'm planning some shows in Portugal, but because we're all here in London mm -hmm. for the moment, it's just what comes up. It's London shows. But I'd love to I'd love to do a tour at some point. I'd love to go around the UK or something to yeah. start with and, and build from that. Yeah, for sure. That's like I mean, I feel like a UK tour wouldn't be like the worst. Like if you're gonna if you're looking at like a tour to kind of see how this band really is with each other like if if you have like i don't want to say if you have what it takes but like if you can stand to be in close quarters with each other for an extended period of time at your happiest moments at your weakest moments at you know you get what i'm saying i feel like yeah. the uk probably isn't the worst because if somebody's like yo i'm done it, it's like okay and it's not like whereas in the u.s if you're from new york and you're out in la in the band or somebody in the band's like i can't stand any of you guys that that's that's a uh that's a trip to try and get back on your own so yeah yeah slight issue <laughs> yeah but you know just just say it there um so yeah so you got the new song that's still what is it recorded or is it like in the process of being recorded 
It's fully done, mastered, ready to go. We're just um, working on all the stuff around it, like the visuals for it. And gotcha. actually the last, well, the last official track of the EP. So it's actually going to be the EP release when, when okay. it comes out. Um, nice. Might throw a couple bonus tracks in there. I'm still deciding. Gotcha. <laughs> but it would be cool. Uh, but it's the, the fourth one is like the, the closing of this, mm-hmm. this story behind all the songs. The, uh, connects all the songs together yeah i've noticed for the three singles that are out now they've all got a predominant color in the uh album art is yeah. that something i'm assuming that's something done very intentionally right very intentionally decided from the start before any of the songs are released yeah yeah, yeah. that's something i always wanted to do because i've seen okay. seen other artists do it and i think it's really cool and it's just yeah. It also just makes things easier. Like it just makes decisions easier. So it's like, okay, we've decided the song is orange and then everything around it can be orange and you're just not, you're not just like, okay, so what do I do now (laughs) with this poster or with this thing around it? And it's just, I think it brings some sort of cohesion. Cohesion, is that the word? Yep, that sounds about right. Coherence, one of those. Uh, And I think it's also... It's like when when I'm uh, promoting a song and I'm just posting that color all the time, then people see that color and they're like, oh, it's a Marta post. And I think it just makes things, um, yeah, a bit more coherent in terms of branding. And not just that, it creates a world around the song, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's my main goal. It's to, you know, when, you're, when you think about orange, you think of hostage. That's what I'm trying to create. <laughs> like that association yeah. is probably a bit grand to be saying this, but it's it's what I'm trying to create. It's like... You think of hostage, you think of orange, and vice versa. Gotcha. Do you, you don't have to say the color, but do you already have the color picked out for the next one or? or... I do, I do. We're going back to, to blue, like purplish blue, okay. which was the same as take a deep breath. So it's like, take a deep breath is blue. Hmm. Nobody's trying to, it's that um, orangey red, now orange for hostage, more on the yellow side. Now we're going back to blue. Okay. Gotcha. I wasn't sure if you actually wanted to announce that here, but I guess that out of anything, that's the uh, probably the safest thing to put out there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. And so then you um, uh, you said that the this would be the release of the EP. This would be the the EP. Um, were all four of the so you'd mentioned that you had like, all the colors and stuff planned out. And like it was something that you wanted to do. Did what went into the song selection process for this EP? Like, did you know? Um, did you specifically write for this EP, or did these songs just kind of come together out of songs that you had wr- written previously? The first three, the ones that are out, they came together out of songs that I had previously, mm-hmm. and then this last one that's going to come out, that one I wrote kind of specifically for the EP. I just, I wanted to write something in the style of another song that I had Mm -hmm. that worked out really well. I was thinking maybe I could do something like that. It's more like piano based. Um, And I wanted to write something like that and I did. And I also thought if it turns out well enough, it can be in the EP. (laughs) And then I liked it and I included it and it seemed to to connect with the themes of the rest of them. Awesome, awesome. Um, So, all that being said, we're going to change it up a little bit. Got a fun little game. Okay. Are you ready for... Do you like playing fun little games? 
No, I hate fun and I hate games. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Let's do it. Let's That's do it. All right. So we have a fun little game called Rapid Fire Randomness. Um, and so basically, I have a random question generator, and I'm going to ask you 10 random questions. All right. Cool. So. All right. In your opinion, how many shows, television shows speaking, do you think are truly great and you rewatch all the time? I rewatch the same sitcoms all the time. <laughs> so the typical ones, Friends, How I Met Your Mother, Modern Family, those three. Fair. Uh, for So what are you most grateful for? My family, my parents, my dogs, music, um, my creativity. Hmm. All right. You're a reverse burglar. So that meaning what you steal must make, cause the person to prosper instead of hurt. What are you taking? Wait, can you go again? Sorry. So you're a reverse burglar. So instead of stealing something of value that would hurt them, you're taking something that you feel would help them become a better human or a better person. Yeah. What, okay. Uh, I don't know. It just reminds me of me stealing my mom's cigarettes when I was a kid. So I'll say that <laughs> it's like, you can't smoke anymore. I'm going to steal this one pack of cigarettes and that will solve the problem. <laughs> I did something similar, so right, I'm right there with you. That's yeah. <laughs> when do you feel the most free? When I'm playing, very obvious answer, but when I'm either performing and I'm really in the zone or when I'm just playing piano and I'm not even thinking, I'm just improvising away and it feels great. Yeah, fair. If you had to meet somebody from history... Who would you pick? Oh. From history. Does it, does it have to be very old history? No. It could just be history. It could be recent history. It can be alive or dead. It either or, or. Either or. I feel like the Queen is on my mind right now. The, the British. Well, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Queen Elizabeth. She recently died, and mm -hmm. it maybe rewatch the Crown. And well, I'm watching the new season as well, and I just feel it's an interesting story. People have different opinions on her, but I feel like it would be interesting, nevertheless. It was interesting how much they televised it over here in the states. Like it was from the moment she passed away, it was breaking news all the way up until the funeral and like just that whole process was like the amount of attention it got over here was interesting not saying bad or good one way or the other but it was just interesting that's interesting yeah people were queuing for hours like 10 hours more mm -hmm. to yeah. yeah for the funeral yeah. and everything yeah i remember i remember seeing that that's that's wild wow. uh what do you do to make yourself happy when you're feeling sad? Exercise, meditation, reading, dogs, and music. Gotcha. 
Dogs are dogs are always a good one. Yeah. Uh, what are two specific reasons people will miss you when you die? <laughs> reasons people will miss me when I die. Oh my god. That's um, a random question. Yeah. Um why will people miss me when I die? I hope they'll miss my music for me it's all about music it's really boring but like yeah. at the same time they'll have the songs still on yeah like in the world but i hope they'll miss my sense of humor my support as a friend in terms of my friends i like to think of myself as a supportive friend mm -hmm. that's that's what i would say awesome what movie Sequ what movie sequel was better than the original? So, like, the second film was better than the first one? Mm-hmm. That's a hard one. I remember liking... Is there Bambi 2? Yes. I think I, I liked Bambi 2. I remember saying this to my sister, and she's like, no, that's, that's dumb. That's sacrilegious. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I feel... Yeah. I honestly, until you asked, I forgot that they had a Bambi too. <laughs> Me too, until you asked this. But I have this like you, you've unlocked the memory somehow. Sweet, I'm glad. I'm glad I've unearthed the <laughs> the the knowing that Bambi two is a thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then one final question: Whose life would you like to try out for a day? Whose life? Yes, yeah, so if like you could, yeah. I'd like to swap with someone who's just completely outside of society, just living far, far away in a remote land. Probably they're not even on any records of human existence. And they're just, you know, living, existing, eating, sleeping, going around, whatever they live in peace. Awesome. Not in the long, not not for a long time, but just to try that out. Yeah, that would just be for a day anyway. So yeah, that's perfect. Awesome. So that's the uh, random questions for today. So <laughs> awesome. I enjoyed those. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, once again, I do want to thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. It's uh, it, it's been a long day, but it's been a great day so far. We're just over a quarter of the way through. We're plugging along. Yeah, we'll keep get, on powering through. We'll get there. Um, we'll get but there. just real quick before we wrap up with you, anybody that's watching that would like to support the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, there is a QR code over there. Yep. Yep. And uh, you can scan the QR code. It'll take you directly to the donation platform. There is also donation links down below in the comment threads and in the uh, description. So feel free to click on those. Give us a donation for the uh, research and uh, awareness for pancreatic cancer. Today is World Pancreatic Cancer Day. So it's just extra important right now. And any support would be much appreciated. As I know, currently times are tough at least here in the u.s but i'm sure all across the world uh the recession is uh is an interesting time for all but uh would still uh, appreciate everybody that's been able to donate and uh 
what we're inching closer to our goal of $10,000. So that being said, I do appreciate everybody that's been hanging out with us and we've got a long lineup left, but before we get there, let's wrap up with Marta here. Uh, if anybody wants to check out your music or anything you got going on, where's the uh, best place to find you, interact with you, socials, all that fun stuff. So on Spotify or any streaming services, Marta Pear, P-E-R. Uh, on socials, you've got Marta P underscore music uh, on Instagram. And you can find me on TikTok as well. Um, I'm on all the socials. How's TikTok treating you? <laughs> it's okay for a while. And now, now not so much. I don't think TikTok's just giving away views anymore. It's yeah. changed. Yeah. Keeps on changing. And I'm it trying really to has. I I 100% agree it's changed. But <laughs> once again, Marta, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute blast. Really appreciate you. And uh, we will be back here in a few minutes with our next guest. Thank you so much, Tom. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Uh